Hey everybody, Max Kevin here. It's Little Kitty Podcast. Not too long. Oh, how's everybody? How you doing? Are you enjoying your summer? Summer's it's it's August already. It's the dog days of summer. It's the fat, lazy dog days of summer. Gotta get out there, go to the pool, go to the beach, put on your sunscreen, get your pool toys. Like, Daddy, Daddy, are we going to have a barbecue after this? I want to have a barbecue after the pool. And Daddy's like, shut up, son, I'm busy. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, it's summertime over here, you know. Um, I've been trying to quit coffee for like three years now, you know. Of course, last year I uh, did a did a concentrated effort to quit coffee. You know, I, I greatly reduced my caffeine intake, you know, from like maybe two cups a day to like half a cup a day, you know. I tried. I tried to quit cold turkey, but that that didn't work, you know. So I quit. I just went to like half a cup a day, you know. So I, last year or so, I've been doing half a cup a day, you know. Then like the past ten days, I've tried to uh, try to quit completely. Try to quit caffeine completely. Holy guacamole, dude! Man, caffeine is got to be the most addictive drug there is, right? Like I don't. I've never done heroin or anything. I don't know what those guys go through, but goddamn caffeine, man! Oh, it's so hard to quit caffeine. You know, I'm, I've been drinking decaf coffee. Try to like trick my trick my brain, you know. Try to get that placebo effect there. You know, the the one thing with the placebo effect there is that you 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 have to believe it. You know, your brain has to actually think it's real coffee, even though you even though you know it's only decaf coffee. You know, so it's like you drink that decaf coffee, and your brain's like, I know this is fucking decaf, bro. Don't give me this. Fu- I'm not fuck fuck your placebo effect, dude. Not give you. I know this is decaf. Don't give me this shit. I want some goddamn caffeine. All right, no placebo for you, you son of a bitch. You know? And uh, oh man, I've just been just like my thinking. Like I can't. I feel like I can't think. Like I'm like my something's in my brain. You know. Um. So it's been it's been a tough week for me. You know, I'm on I'm on week one. Week one, no coof. I still haven't, I, th- I I heard it's supposed to like go away, like after a week, it's supposed to be the, uh, the, uh, withdrawal time, you know, it's been a week here, you know, I guess I don't feel as tired when I wake up in the morning, you know, I haven't really been sleeping any better, I haven't been falling asleep any faster, but, anywho, uh, that's, what's, that's what's going on with me this week, you know, this way I went to an audition this week for this, some, uh, some commercial for Tokyo Gas Network, you know, uh, I went to this audition, you know, it's supposed to, it's like, okay, if, yeah, when I get there, they're like, I look at the list, and there's like 50 people on the list, and I'm just like, alright, well, definitely not getting this commercial, you know, fucking 50 people here. Oh, god damn it, 50 fucking, really, I mean, okay, this thing, this job pays like 500 bucks, right, it's like 500 bucks for this commercial, and, uh, yeah, like, they're auditioning 50 people for this. I mean, it's, this is not, like, a fucking Hollywood movie or something, you know? This is it's just a goddamn, goddamn commercial area. You're only, you're only paying 500 bucks, you know? So, we, like, we go to this go to this building, like, where they rented out this office there, you know? They rented out this office for the whole day. They got, a, they got like, well, the camera crew there, you know? They got, they got like, s- probably six or seven employees there. I mean, how much money did they spend? Like, just on this audition process, it's a lot more than they're paying the, like, like, the job pays 500 bucks, but the, 
company probably spent like $5,000 just on the audition day. It's like, hey, man, how about maybe if you just paid more money, you know, you probably could get like an actual, a real actor, you know, if you paid five grand. If you just paid the money for the audition process to like an actual actor, you could probably, you know. Anywho, duh. So I went there, you know, and like they're, you know, they give you the script. They're like, okay, here's your lines. All right, now. Go stand in front of this table and read your lines. You know, they uh, they bring us in the room like three at a time, you know. It's like we had to do our auditions with like two other people, you know. And one dude there, he couldn't speak Japanese at all, you know. So like he tries to say the Japanese line. He's like, I, 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 I. And like, then all the Japanese staff are like, oh, oh, that was great. Oh, you're so good there, you know. Like me and this other dude who can't speak Japanese, we we had just did our audition and like, you know, we did the, we did the Japanese line perfect and we didn't we didn't get any... We didn't get any uh, support from, like, the Japanese staff there, you know? It's like, what? Is that what you wanted? You wanted someone who couldn't speak Japanese at all? Well, why, didn't, why don't you tell me? I should have, you know? So then we, could, we do, like, a round two. They're like, okay, let's do a longer version now. So the other guy goes up there, and he's like... And he noticed it, too. That, like, they praise the guy for not speaking Japanese well. So he's like, he's, like, talking to the director in Japanese. He's like, do you want me to read this as though I can't speak Japanese? Like an American? With an American accent? And the director's like, no, nah, no, nah, just read it. Just do it how you want there. He's like, yeah, all right, well... Here we go. Then I did mine, you know, and the director comes up. He's like, okay, we need, maybe you could just give it a little more energy there, you know? Because, like, of course, you know, I'm, like, depleted, like, no coffee, you know? So I'm, like, tired, like, low energy. I'm, like, low energy Jeb Bush, you know? And, uh, and plus I'm, like, I'm just thinking, like, why am I wasting my time fucking doing this, you know? They're not gonna, they're, they're not gonna hire me. They got these 50 other fucking people, you know? Oh, God, God, I'm, you know, so I'm, like, contemplating my life there, you know, while I'm reading these lines. The Japanese guys, oh, I got it. I, I think if, if you could just do this last line with a little more energy, there, you know. I probably just started yelling. I probably should have just started yelling, you know, because like a lot. Japanese uh, is sort of famous for overacting in their movies and like, like, uh, yeah, overacting and um, you know being extremely excited. I think that the last line they wanted someone to be like extremely excited, you know, but I just kind of delivered it. Like, uh, I want to get the fuck out of here. You know, I was like, all right, well, I want to get the fuck out of here. This is fucking boring, dude. Anyway, hopefully I'll get that job. Hopefully I'll get that job. 500 bucks, dude. All right. Probably not, though. Uh, let's see what else is going on here. Is there anything else? Is there anything else going on? Oh, I didn't talk about the UFC fights last time, dude. Fucking Justin Gaethje, dude. He's a bad mother father, dude. He's a bad mother father, dude. He knocked out. He knocked out Dustin Poirier with that head kick. Same head kick. Same exact head kick that his teammate Kamaru Juzman got hit with. Yeah, everybody's wondering, did, did Kamaru Juzman, did he teach Justin Gaethje to do that same kick to uh, Dustin, Dustin Poirier? Cause, yeah, Justin Gaethje is known for his leg kicks, but not really his head kicks, you know? In the interview afterwards, Dustin Poirier was talking about that. He's like, yeah, in the first round, he threw some head kicks, kind of. Kind of surprised me there. Then the second round, he threw that other head kick, and that, that really that knocked me out there. Yeah. Oh, I kind of feel bad for Dustin Poirier there, you know? Both these guys. It's like, what? Are, I mean, they want to fight for the belt there, but I don't think... What are they going to do against Islam Makachev? I don't, I don't know, dude. I don't know, dude. Justin Gaethje, you going to kick Islam Makachev in the head? I don't know, dude. Hadaloo, dude. Who knows? Of course, we had uh, Jan Blachowicz versus Alex Pereira. That was kind of a, that was a really boring fight, man. 
Yeah, Blahovich uh, just did the wrestling. I, f I felt like Blahovich won that. I felt like he won round one and round three there. But they gave it to Pereira. Yeah. I don't know about that. I'm pretty sure Blahovich won that one. Round, round, round one, round three. You know, I guess it wasn't a complete robbery, but... Uh, I mean, all, I think all three rounds were pretty close. Like, all three rounds could have gone either. Well, except for the first round. That was definitely Blahovich's round. Anywho, then we had Derek Lewis. I'm a fat boy flying through the air, flying knees. I'm 300-pound fat boy flying through the air, flying knees. Knocked out Delima in the first couple seconds there. You know, he was channeling, uh, what's his name, Masvidal, the flying knee. Yeah, it's so funny. In the interview, you know, he kept talking about how, like, he's been training that flying knee for five years, and it's never worked. And it finally did work, you know. And he does he does often do that flying knee in his fights. If you ever if you ever seen his fights, he does throw flying knees a lot and they never hit. <laughs> this is the first time. This is the first time they've hit there. So uh yeah. We'll see if he re-signs with the UFC or if he goes to fight Ngannou again in PFC. Then of course we had Tony Ferguson versus Bobby Green. And uh I lost that bet there. Yeah, that was that was just a silly uh that was a silly uh, long shot bet there, but uh, yeah, Tony Ferguson, he just looks like old man, dude. He's just moving so slow, and like every time he got hit, he would like, he would like cower. He would like turn and cower, like, you know, like when you're like a, in kindergarten and someone hits you and you just kind of turn and cower, and you're like, ah, oh, don't hit me, ah. You know, he's kind of doing that, like every time he got hit. He's been doing that ever since, uh, ever since the Justin Gaethje fight. It's like whenever he gets hit, he's like, ah, 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 don't hit him, I'm scared. He should definitely retire. I don't know. Something's wrong with him, dude. He should probably should, should have retired five fights ago. It might have saved him from some CTE there. Then, of course, we had Michael Chiesa versus Kevin Holland. Uh, yeah, that fight was all right. I got nothing to say about that one. I got nothing. Okay, we, we got uh, fights fights coming up in a couple days here. Corey Sandhagen versus Rob Comic Sans Font. And of course, Sandhagen was supposed to fight Umar Nurmagomedov, which is... Uh, Khabib's cousin? Khabib's cousin? Is it the cousin? Are they cousins? There's so many Nurmagomedovs in the UFC and they're not all related here. Usman, is he, is he, the, is he the cousin? What is he? Trainer? Team? What is this fucking... Come on, Wikipedia. Uh, he's the older brother of Bellator champion Usman Nurmagomedov. Well, this is Umar. Man, man, if you had two kids, you name them Usman and Umar. Right. Hey, why don't you think of, why don't you think of a name that doesn't make them with Ooh? Yeah, that'd be a that'd be a good name there. Let's see, see it. Okay, this Wikipedia article doesn't even say. This is fucking bullshit. Dude. Anyway, I think they're cousins. Uh, yeah. He, but, uh, you know, and everyone was uh, praising Sanhagen because no one wants to fight Umar Nurmagomedov because he, he'll probably be champion. And he's much better, you know, some, and he's, but his rankings aren't that high, so no one wants to fight him. But Corey Sanhagen, he doesn't give a shit. He'll fight anybody any day. He's fucking badass. That guy's, that, that guy's a bad motherfucker, dude. Corey Sanhagen, you know, he just wants to fight. Like, I don't think, I mean, I, of course he wants the belt, but I think he also wants to just be like a martial artist and he wants to fight the best of the best, you know. So he wants to test himself or whatever, you know, so... Uh, Props to him. Of course, he's fighting Rob Comic Sans Font. And, uh, I think 
Corey Sandhagen will definitely destroy Rob Rob Font there. Of course, Rob Font got the reach advantage. You know, he's got those long, lanky arms, but um, he's just too old. You know, he's 36. Sandhagen's only 31 there, so I don't think Rob Comic Sans Font has much of a much of a hope much hope there. You know, it's a short short notice fight. They're doing it at a catch weight. I don't know. What, maybe at 140, 140 or something. 145 maybe. I don't know. It's got to be 140 there. Anywho. Anywho, uh, bet the house on Corey Sandhagen. Of course, we've got Jessica Andrade versus Tatiana Suarez. Of course, this one, too, Tatiana was supposed to fight someone else, but they pulled out, so... Jessica Andrade, man, I don't, I don't like this one for Andrade, dude. She's already... She's on a two-fight losing streak, and she's going to fight this woman who's 10-0. and Of course, I was looking up Tatiana Suarez. She, uh... She had one fight this year, but that was her first fight in, like, four years. Her last fight was 2019, because she, she was injured, you know, so... I don't know who, I don't know if she's, uh, her record is 10 and 0 there, but like she hasn't fought, she only fought once in the past four years against a total can. And of course she won that fight, but, uh, against Montana de la Rosa, but that girl's 12 and 8 there. So, you know, who knows, who knows, you know, this is a, this is a step up for Tatiana Suarez versus Jessica Andrade, but I think, uh, Tatiana Suarez probably take that one. She'll probably take that one. Because if you look at her, if you look at her record there, you know. Submission. Oh, that one's a decision. Knockout, submission. This, oh, that one was a decision. Sub, you know, she's a good submission submission artist, and she knocked out Carla Esparza, who's a wrestler, you know. So she, she submitted Alex Grasso, who is now the current champion. So, And Jessica Andrade, she didn't, she didn't look look too good in her last fight there with uh, Yan Xiaonyan. You know, she got knocked out in the first round there. Oopsies. Oopsies. And of course, she got, yeah, she got submitted by Aaron Blanchfield. So, uh, yeah, this might be a good bet. She's, like, plus 300. That might be a good bet. If you want to be a little risky, you can put some money on Jessica Andrade, but I'm not. I'm not doing it. And then, of course, we've got Dustin Jacoby versus Kennedy Nzuchuku. Uh, Nzuchuku's got a 17-centimeter reach advantage. He's 17, what's that, like, 5 inches? He's got a 5-inch reach advantage on this guy? And he's 4 years younger? But this is kind of a... This is kind of a pick'em fight. They're both like minus one fifty. Uh, I think just on the age and the reach, Kennedy Nzichuku should uh, should win that one. Then of course we got Diego Lopez versus Gavin Tucker. I don't know if you guys know Diego Lopez. He's uh, he's he's in the runnings for worst tattoo ever in the UFC. He's up there with uh, with uh, Darren Till for having the worst tattoos ever of all time. And you see like on his on his chest there it says. Uh, what the hell does that say? Dre. What does it say? What the fuck is this shit on his chest? Oh, dream, believe, and make it happen. It's not. That's not even the right. The uh, the saying is dream, believe, achieve. But then he he got the wrong saying tattooed on his chest there, in a terrible font. Dream, believe, and make it happen. And I don't know what font is that supposed to be. It looks fucking dumb. Should definitely get that lasered off if he gets, you know... Hopefully he'll win this fight and get some money so he can get that shit lasered off his chest there, you know? Anyway, uh... Yeah, this guy's last fight, you know, he, uh... Everyone was counting him out, you know? He was fighting, uh... Mov... Movsar Evloev, who's 17-0. Everyone was counting him out, you know? Said he was gonna be easy win from Movsar, but, uh, Diego Lopez put up a great fight, you know? So, uh... 
So, uh, he should probably beat, uh, Gavin Tucker here. Gavin Tucker's 37 years old, fighting in the featherweight. Uh, that's a little too old there, dude. It's a little too old there, yeah. And he's got, let's see, let's see. He's also got a 17-centimeter reach advantage. So that's like a 5-inch reach advantage. He's got 9-year. He's only 28 years old, so he's got 9 years. Yeah, Diego Lopez should definitely win this fight. Uh, then we got a bunch of no-names I've never heard of. Anyway, I did a, par I did a four way parlay with uh, Corey Sandhagen, Tatiana Suarez, Kennedy Nzachuku, and Diego Lopez. And then uh, I did a couple other parlays with some prelim fighters who are just like younger and have a better reach and a better record. So they should probably win. I don't know. Hoodoo. Hoodoo. It all depends. Anyway, thanks for listening. Maybe we'll see you tomorrow.